A warm welcome from our Holy Rosary Parish community here in Burlington. Please join us in prayer as we share with our pastor, Father Martin Vallelie, our readings and homily from today's Holy Mass. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Isaiah and said, Go out to meet Ahaz and say to the king, Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask and I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear then, O house of David, Is it too little for you to weary mortals, that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin is with child, and shall bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. That is, God is with us. The word of the Lord. Let the Lord enter, he is King of glory. Established it on the rivers. Let the Lord enter. He is King of glory. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts who do not lift up their souls to what is false. Let the Lord enter, he is King of glory. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let the Lord enter, he is King of glory. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. Come, key of David, 
opening the gates of God's eternal kingdom. Free the prisoners of darkness. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But Mary was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, The child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear friends, The gospel passage that we've just heard is probably the most familiar passage of all of the nativity stories in Matthew's and Luke's gospel, save, of course, the very birth of Jesus himself. And the reason for that would have to be certainly because we hear it so often repeated on occasions when we celebrate great feasts of Mary. And we recognize that packed into that awesome scene is so much about what God wants and intends for his people and so much about the great love and care that he had for this one whom he had chosen to be the vessel, the privileged gateway through whom his own son would come to be among us. But you know, I found myself doing some reflecting on the first reading, 
That reading is typically paired with this gospel because of those mysterious lines 700 years before the Messiah actually came, the virgin is with child and shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel, that is, God is with us. But what I found myself meditating upon was actually the first part of that passage. Ahaz was a king, not a particularly virtuous one, though by no means the worst of them, I suppose. And Ahaz was in great peril at that time. And Isaiah, the prophet, is directed by the Lord to go and to ask Ahaz outright to ask a sign of the Lord. Ask some question, some sign of the Lord. Ask him to reveal himself to you and do so without any compunction about what kind of a thing you're asking for. Let it be as deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. All of a sudden, Achaz decides to become, oh, so humble and so virtuous, and says, oh, no, I will not ask a sign of the Lord at all. He doesn't get patted on the head for his virtuousness. He gets seen through by the prophet Isaiah, who says, quoting the Lord God, you are now wearying not only everybody that you serve, but me as well. You aren't even doing what I direct you to do. You're pretending to be some kind of humble servant when you and I both know that you're not. So you don't ask for a sign, I'll give you one anyways, and that is that salvation is on the way. What I found myself reflecting on was, you know, isn't that interesting? That this king, in his imperfections, was actually being invited to so trust in the Lord that, like, say, Abraham before him, Moses and all the others, that he would actually be willing to dialogue with the Lord be willing to even argue with him, to ask him a question, provided it was done in genuine faith. What it tells us is there really isn't anything wrong with asking questions of God. And we often believe that that is terribly wrong to do. Oh, I could never speak to God in any familiar terms of that kind. I could never ask him to explain himself. Oh, no, no, no. But apparently, yes, yes, yes. It's part of our deepened experience of faith in this God. Provided, of course, that we start with faith and with a genuine humility and a genuine desire to know and to be more intimately close to God. I like to think that that is the spirit that lay behind Mary's concerns and questions. She was, of course, the consummate person of faith. And yet she was not given, no, not even Mary was given to understand everything about the mysteries that were going to be unfolding. 
She had concerns. She had questions. Do we dare say she had doubts? But not in the sense that she lost her spirit of faith, of humility, of trust, and most of all, of intention to be committed to do the will of the Lord no matter what. She asked, how can this be? But whatever the answer was going to be, she was going to be saying yes, because that's her whole life. I think it tells us that we should not have any concerns about our struggles, our fears, even our debts, provided that, in a spirit of bedrock faith, and not now going around saying, oh, I think I'm losing my faith, but rather being reinforced in our commitment to the God who has been faithful to us at all times, that we would, in faith, dialogue with him, speak with him, tell him very openly and frankly what it is that we're going through, what it is we're struggling with, and ask him, above all, to stay by our side and to strengthen us in our needs and in our struggles in all of our journeys. We have the best example for us of someone who was prepared to do that and remained very intimately close to her God. And Mary will help us to pass through all of our struggles to meet her son, whom she brings. Let that be the spirit with which we enter profoundly into these sacred, sacred days. For the Savior is on the way, and he knows us through and through, and he is with us, and he will not abandon us. Again, as mentioned yesterday morning, a reminder that at the end of Mass today, the Blessed Sacrament will be exposed in the monstrance on the altar for adoration, which will last until 9.30 a.m., when a short time of prayer will conclude the adoration. During the entire time of the adoration, confessions will be available in the confessional room, as usual. And this is our final weekday Advent Mass. Because of the way that next week is arranged, with Christmas coming exactly when it does in the week, we will not be gathering again for a regular weekday 8 a.m. Mass until next Friday, December the 27th. I want at this time, first of all, to offer my deepest thanks to Patrick O'Hara, assisted by Mark Rosario, who have facilitated once again during this Advent season that our scripture readings and homilies have been recorded in order to be broadcast on our parish website. It is a very great gift which has proven, as always, so beautiful a gift for those who are unable to be with us. And lastly, for any among you who perhaps, because you do not belong to this parish and will be worshiping in your own, or are traveling, whatever, that we will not be seeing you at Christmas. May you and your families and all those you love experience the tender mercies of God and have a wonderful, joyful Christmas. And for everyone else, see you in church.
thank you for joining us. We pray that today's Holy Mass readings have brought you closer to God and grant you peace and joy throughout your day. During this holy season of Advent, please join our community in person for Mass at our Holy Rosary Catholic Church in Burlington as we prepare to celebrate Christ's entry into the world. Each weekend, the Lord's Day Mass is celebrated at 5 p.m. on Saturday and at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday. During the week, Mass is celebrated every Tuesday through Friday at 8 a.m. We look forward to welcoming you.